G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. On those days when life just turns to custard, when it all comes apart, which, let's face it, it does from time to time, finding faithful people, people who can really make a difference to where we hurt on the inside, well, it's not easy. And yet all the time, there's someone ready and waiting in the wings. I'm Bernie Diamond. Fabulous to be back with you today as we take another look at this faithfulness thing from a different perspective. Life is made up of different seasons. Some are for sowing, others are for reaping. Some are for building, others are for tearing down. Some are for laughing, others, others are for crying. As much as we would all like to think that life will be one long summer, when we can make hay while the sun shines, we all know Life just isn't like that. What can be really tough is during those dark times of life, finding good people that we can rely on. Well, they can be few and far between. And even if they're around, it can feel as though we're locked into our own private hell and nothing anyone else says or does makes any difference. What we really need in those times is someone who's just so faithful that they can touch us deep inside, deep, deep inside, with their love. In 587 BC, that's 600 years before the birth of Christ, the unthinkable happened. Centuries before, God had heard the cry of his people in Egypt. Moses, he said, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Moses went to see Pharaoh and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And so God cursed Egypt 10 times. You know, he sent plagues of locusts, he sent boils on people's skins, and ultimately, because Pharaoh wouldn't let the Israelites go to freedom, God sent a plague that killed the firstborn child in every Egyptian family. And so Pharaoh let them go, and and God parted the Red Sea. They spent 40 years in the wilderness, and then after Moses died, God appointed Joshua to take the people across the Jordan River into the land that God had promised them. And Israel took that land that God had given them, and God said to them, and you can read this in the book of Leviticus in the Old Testament in chapter 26, God said, look, I love you people. I want to be your God. I want you to be my people. If you obey me, I will continue to bless you in this land. You know, your cup will overflow. There'll be more food that you can ever imagine. I just want you to live in the land that I've promised you, in this land that I've given you, Israel, and I'll bless you. But, he said, if you disobey me because I love you so much, I will punish you because I want you always to be with me. And punishment is a last straw for God when he's dealing with Israel, but ultimately because he loves them so much, He will punish them to bring them back to him. Well, somehow Israel forgot to read the fine print. We never read the fine print, do we? And instead of worshipping God and having a relationship with him the way God had laid it out, they worshipped idols. You know, you go to any furniture store now and you see images and idols 
They have a deep spiritual significance. God does not want people worshipping idols because God wants people to have the real thing, which is a relationship with him. And because they worshipped idols, God did just as God promised. In 587 BC, the nation of Babylon invaded Jerusalem and it raised the whole city to the ground. It destroyed the temple. Now remember, the temple is the place where God lived. That was his dwelling place in the middle of his people. They destroyed the temple and the Babylonians, Babylon being about where Iraq is today, Saddam's forefathers, took those that they didn't kill and put them into slavery for 70 years in exile. So here were these people in absolute despair, absolute disaster. Life had taken a turn that they could never have imagined. The temple was God's home. Surely nobody would ever overcome the temple. Where's God? Has God lost his power? Has God lost his will to bless us? Has God deserted us? And it's during this 70-year exile in Babylon, in slavery, that one of the Old Testament books, the Book of Lamentations, was written. A lament is a woe is me. A lament is a cry of pain. The book begins with these words, How lonely is this city Jerusalem that was once full of people. How like a widow has she become. She weeps bitterly at night. We all go through seasons in life like that, where we weep bitterly at night. Israel was exiled to Babylon, and that was God's wake-up call to his people. That was God saying, I love you so much. I am prepared to put you through this pain, to bring you back to me. When we go through disasters in life, when we go through things that we could never have conceived, never have imagined, and, and we walk through those, and, and it's like a storm, you know, so often... This is the opportunity that God's giving us. God's wake-up call on our lives. Listen to chapter 3 of the book of Lamentations. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, God. Have you ever been lying in bed at night and there is one heck of a storm blowing outside that gale is blowing, the rain is pelting down, it's hailing, it feels like the roof's going to be ripped off. And the next morning you get up and the storm's gone and the sun's up and there's a freshness. You look at the street and it looks as though the leaves off the trees have been shredded and they're, they're lying all over the street in little pieces. But it's calm, it's fresh, it's clean. It's a bit like that in life. The disasters, the, the trials, the hurts, the betrayals, the pains of life. I believe that this is God giving us a space to draw us back to him, to crowd us ever closer, to, to hold us so close, so tight, we can hear his heart beating. God's mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Every day with him is a fresh start. And you might say to me, Bernie, you, you don't know how bad my hurt is. You don't, you don't know how bad my past is. You don't know how bad the situation is that, that I'm in right now. And I would say to you, no, I don't. But the God that I know, 
the God of faithfulness, of loving kindness, the God who sent his son Jesus Christ to die for you and me, that God says the past makes no difference. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. After 70 years, he brought his people back. He rebuilt the temple. And through one of his later prophets, he said, the latter splendor of the temple was greater than that of the former. Out of the ashes, out of the burnt-out ruins of Jerusalem, God built something new through his people. It was better. It was a new beginning, because that's what he's like. When we put our trust in this faithfulness, in this love that, boy, it's so hard to understand because it's always there and it's always new and it's always fresh. When we put our trust in this God who sent Jesus, his son, to die for you and me, then it doesn't matter how dark it is. It doesn't matter how bad the past is. It doesn't matter how much we're hurting right now. His mercies are new every morning. to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.